I don't know why I... Why I play the... The clapping sound. The cheering. It, it makes me feel good. And you guys trust me, right? So... I'll... Do it when I feel like it. Alright. It's the Brickcast. I'm... I... I finished a book. Um, and I'm kind of celebrating that, and it's funny, if you'd asked me two years ago that why I'm celebrating about finishing a book, I might have said, well, I must have finished writing a book, but I'm actually celebrating finishing reading a book, because I can't tell you the last time I finished reading a book, because, uh, let's see, Jay Bauman said that, uh, uh, the, uh, his smartphone has ruined his brain and his concentration, and I will claim the same thing. I, I just am no good at finishing books, and today I finished a book. The book, I mentioned it before, called Vagabonding. It's a book about traveling the world as a lifestyle. It's about seeing the world. Uh, both literally and in uh, in the sense of going different places and spending weeks, months, years just ad hoc traveling around, letting circumstances and your curiosity take you where you want to go. Uh, but the other part about seeing the world is appreciating what's there in front of you and opening your eyes and experiencing the moment and a lot of, you know, the, the Buddhist leanings of uh, appreciating the moment you're in, being uh, in the moment. And it's funny, there's, there's a few quotes I'll, I'll, I'll share. There's a few quotes I took pictures of from the books that I'll share. Uh, one, of the one of the quotes I didn't take a picture of is, is generally the idea that while I'm sitting around not appreciating life around me, um, someone, you know, a hundred years or hundreds of years from now is going to look back and think how authentic my life must have been right now without all the distractions or whatever they have in the future. And they're going to, people in the future are going to be jealous of the life I'm living right now that I'm just not even enjoying or paying attention to. So I... I like that, that any anytime there's a quote about gratefulness, I uh, jack off, uh, which reminds me I need a I need to think about getting a, a new gamer chair that doesn't creak like this. Oh, what the fuck was I talking about? Yes, yes. So finished reading the book about living to travel, uh, I guess it'd say working to, uh, to live instead of living to work that, that cliche, the, the, the idea that you just keep working and making money and then spending that money on stuff. Well, what if you had less stuff and less need for money um, in this case, the, the emphasis was on spending your time seeing sights, walking around, lots of examples of, uh, just like 
you know, you can cross China for $300 on a train and, you know, just get anywhere in the world. I think he, he said he was in Thailand and realized that for less than $400, he could get like to almost anywhere in that hemisphere in a day or two that he could be in Paris or Japan or Australia uh, you know, this is, he's just looking at that half of the globe going, I could be, I could go anywhere for cheap and living your life in an appreciation of what you want to do, doing what you want to do, chasing it and not being a slave to the, the schedule that you're on. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, kind of distill down what excites me about that because I'm definitely not at the stage in my life where I can go walk uh, in any faraway land for three months and, you know, cruise around for years. I'm not at all ready for that. Um, I like traveling, but there's something something fundamental in this book that that I feel like I can be be doing now the 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 essence of you know breaking out of the routines that define us the the patterns we have that you know of, of what we think is important uh routines going to work you know stuff that I, I can't say it's not important but it's not everything and how do i take a vacation from, you know, my routine. And there's, you know, tons of movies about this, you know, Fight Club, everything, you know, is about breaking conventions and finding your authentic self when the world tells you who to be. Um, and I, you know, I, I've, I don't know, I've grown, grown up on those cliches, but this book has, has uh, tickled my fancy. Uh, I guess see some quotes from the book. Um, there's a, a chapter where he's talking about um, politics and religion, and obviously going out around the world is going to expose you to people with different politics and religion. And he, he talked about a story about a a lady who who went to uh, Tibet and was by the monasteries, and she took it as a point of pride that she did not accept any invitation to go to any of the the church services uh, because she wasn't going to uh, support any of that wishy washy stuff. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? You you went to these monasteries. It, it's it's not a sign of weakness for you to go in there and watch a church service." Uh, to experience what other people believe to watch how they act when they're doing things that you don't personally believe that that is not weakness that is you you not experiencing that you know that's you shutting yourself off from from the rest of the world and so uh, you know that kind of teed me off let's see there's a there's a quote I, I wrote down at home, political convictions are a tool for getting things done within your community. 
On the road, political convictions are a clumsy set of experiential blinders, compelling you to seek evidence for conclusions you've already drawn. Um, I completely believe with the, the second half of that. The um, humans are real good at that, at, at confirmation bias, at, at seeing seeing the facts we we want to see because they prove that we're right and there's a book there's a book i've, I've half read about uh, the different halves of our brain which I, I think is completely awesome there's the 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 left half of our brain which sees the world as tools it's the the you know when you're brushing your teeth or wiping your ass or anything you've done a thousand times you know the part of your brain that knows how to grab a hammer and swing it knows how to drive a car there's you know the the part of your brain that has distilled the world down into predictable organized well understood repeatable patterns and it's super important for those patterns to to be there for you to understand that for you to know how to wipe your ass uh, and for uh, every time you go to wipe your ass, the same thing happens uh, if you do it the same way. You know, the, the repeatability, the, the understanding that the world is how you want it to be. Because uh, if it's chaos, then that, you know, can mean danger. So the left half of your brain really loves reducing the world down to, to facts that it knows. But the right half of your brain is the, the part that like imagines the future or that takes all the different possibilities you know so something happens i'm walking down the street and i hear a car horn um in an instant i can imagine like do i stop is there a car popping up on the curb there's all kinds of stuff that that could mean um and imagining all the scenarios and as I turn around and see a car coming, you know, I can, okay, well, do I stop? Do I jump? What do I do? You know, the ability to model the world in your head and play out the future as you imagine it happening and then picking the right thing based on what you think is going to happen. You know, the, the, the kind of higher thinking that separates us from lizards or things like that, you know, it's, God, this is a long-ass tangent, but um, I've I gotten all of this from uh, from this book, uh, what is it, the, um, <sighs> shit, I'll put it in the notes, um, the master, the master and his emissary, the, the idea is that the, the right half of your brain uh, loves to explore the unknown, loves to hypothesize, loves to imagine what could be. And the left half of your brain loves what is. And neither, you know, it's, it's not right or wrong. It's what's the purpose of each. And uh, realizing that we are all hardwired to uh, want the world to be in our, our cute little boxes and politics and religion are both a way to distill down 
the complexity of reality down to something that we can pretend that we understand. And we do this, even people who wouldn't, who wouldn't say that they're religious at all or political at all, at all, political at all, that, you know, we all do it. We all try to contain the world into something we understand. And the idea that um, we miss what's really going on in the world, because if something looks like it might be what we expect it to be, then it is what we expect it to be, and then we take it for granted. So that's a long-ass way of me saying I like the second part of that sentence. And then the first part of the sentence, at home, political convictions are a tool for getting things done within your community. Uh, I can I can debate that. I mean, I, I definitely know what he's, he's trying to say. And, you know, politics, politics is how we interact with each other, um, you know, apart from like political party and the government and stuff like, you know, how how I deal with my neighbor whose dog shits in my yard is politics. So there's, you know, uh, I mean, unless I get a shovel and hit him in the head, then that's not politics anymore. But assuming I'm talking to him, uh, trying to go human to human and work that out. Uh, and you know, political convictions, sure. It's, But uh, sorry, I, I guess the main reason why I have a stink on it is I think I think we're way too political and that there's no reason for us to be this political. And I think we can get things done in our community without doing politics the way we're doing it today. So that's that's the main problem I have with that first statement is I don't know that politics the way we do it is beneficial to anyone ever. Uh, it's definitely not good if you're going out and trying to see the world on the world's terms. So, God, that was a long-ass tangent, but but here we are. So I think I've made that point, and uh, you guys like it. You guys like it when I ramble. I can tell. I'm 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 keyed in on on the on the vibes you're sending me. See another another quote from the book. Travel is a radical way of knowing exactly who, what, and where you are, in defiance of those powerful forces in society that aim to make us forget. Um, I don't want to... I don't want to ever make this about social media. I wrote a book about social media. I spent a few years um, researching the manipulative nature of social media and the kind of bullshit that that's doing to individuals and society. Um, you can overlay, you know, a graph of kind of anything you want to see, like, you know, teenage suicide rates, um, public, you know, people, people bringing guns to school and shooting other people in schools. Like, if you take all these maps of horrifying events and go back to uh, the early 90s, you can pretty much see the shape of a lot of these graphs exactly when social media went live. Because there's this, this little 
little uh, ripples, you know, oh, there's one shooting a year. Oh, there's three school shootings this year. Oh, it's a horrific year. Oh, oh, three years without any school shootings. And then 2004, and then the hockey stick goes up. So, um, but I don't want to be a one-trick pony. I don't want to, I don't want to make my podcasts about all the research I've done. I'm not trying to regurgitate that. I'm not trying to live in the past. I'm, I'm moving forward. Um, with that said, when we talk about uh, the, the powerful forces in society that aim to make us forget, uh, social media is in there. The news is in there. Uh, uh, it's clear that people spend big money to sway uh, sway what we're thinking. And this quote is about how traveling, going to different, breaking from your routine, going somewhere, going lots of somewheres, seeing lots of uh, different places, lots of cultures, um, even if they're all manipulative. And I'm making this up now, but it's like, even, even if they're all Every place you go has powerful forces uh, shaping who the people are. Just not staying one place for too long makes it easier for you to, to, to know who you are because you're not under anyone else's influence for too long. And that's at least my takeaway. I, I like the idea is how do I take how do I take a vacation from the people who want me to to think a certain way, feel a certain way, think, I define myself a certain way. Um, so that that's a quote that uh, I'm taking with me from that book. So as I as I think through, like, well, what should I do with that? Because you know, just reading a book and not changing your life is kind of bullshit. So I'm thinking, okay, well, if I wanted to go vagabonding without, you know, leaving my, my job or my family who's, you know, kids, kids are going to school. I can't disappear for four months. Uh, I've got a job. I can't disappear for four months, but there are definitely things I can take a vacation from. So I started, I started writing a list of, of what are the things that are in my routine that are not adding to my life. So, so I got, you know, no, no more watching the news, uh, you know, no more watching the, the YouTube videos I like with uh, congressional testimony and congressional oversight that are always just like five minute blurbs of people asking questions and the people saying, oh, that's that's a great question. I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't have the exact numbers at, at hand, but thank thank you for that question, Senator. And then someone yells, your five minutes are over. And then that's it. And they call that oversight. So no more of that. Uh, no more YouTube videos about current events. Um, anything that feels like it's got a whiff of politics to it. Uh, someone outraged about unfair treatment of someone else. You know, those, those hot button things. Because people, people, don't, people don't like when injustice happens. And so if you just call whatever you're mad at uh, injustice, then people will tune in and get worked up. Uh, 
and then they'll find out later whether or not it's actually injustice or you're just a, a cock for uh, for calling everything injustice. Uh, so no more of that. Uh, I'm going to unfollow or unfriend uh, anyone on Facebook or Instagram that's uh, sharing political stuff because uh, that's not why I'm going there. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, I'm, I'm off Twitter. I've canceled my Twitter account, so I'm never going back to Twitter. Twitter's a shithole. Uh, if, I think if you're under the age of 20, you've probably never been on Twitter, and good for you, because Twitter's gone. It's not savable anymore. Uh, it's not real. Real people don't go there sharing real ideas. I think uh, people go there and think, what can I say to maximize whatever they want in life, exposure, likes, whatever it is. It's this, every tweet everyone on Twitter tweets is a calculated uh, calculated decision to get a goal. And fuck that. Who needs that in their life? So Twitter's gone, but that's been gone. And uh, I'll just, I'm sharing that because I hate that shit. So that's uh, some of the things I'm going to, I'll work on my list. I'll journal on my list. Um, if I find other things that are, are are getting me keyed up, I will think about getting rid of those. But as important as any parent knows, you can't just pull stuff out of your life or your child's life. you got to replace the no with a yes. So, um, uh, what, what am I going to do instead of watching YouTube videos about, uh, uh, movie reviews that are political? I'm going to, I'm going to read more books. Uh, now that I've, now that I've gotten one down, uh, in the last three years, uh, the next one's coming. I got, uh, Crime and Punishment by the late, great Dostoevsky. I'm going to give that fucker a try. It's like, like... 30 or 40 pages shouldn't be that bad. Um, so yeah, but you know, if, if I figure if I'm reading books, then I'm at least getting facts that last longer than the 24 hours news cycle. So, um, yeah, a book, a book that's out there is probably not going to be based on knee jerk, uh, rile people up uh bullshit sentiments so I'll, I'll expose myself to more books uh and i, I mean there's going to be an election this year so i will research i don't want to act like i'm not going to care at all about politics i will when it comes time to vote i will uh get everyone's side on all of the choices that i am allowed to make so i'm not uh I'm not shunning that uh, opportunity. Uh, I'm also going to fill the hole with music. There's not... I haven't, like, put on music in a while and just, like, drove around or walked around and just listened to music. So I'm going to do more of that. And uh, more YouTube videos on... Uh, I love... I love I've, I've been, you know, working on writing fiction. So the crafting of character and plot... And what makes a good story good. And there's tons of great YouTube videos on that. So I will I will permit myself to continue to watch YouTube uh, without uh, 
going down the rabbit holes that would uh, rile me up. So I'm going to journal these ideas. I'm calling what I'm doing uh, Erling in real life, IRL-ing. Um, trying to take a vacation, you know, playing on, on the vagabonding idea. I'm going to see how much of the spirit of vagabonding I can take into uh, long-term journeys away from the constructs in my life that are distracting me from being me, the, the authentic me, finding the person inside who really thinks what I think. Um, and who knows, maybe there's a book in there. So I'll, I'll journal it and uh, go on a path of self-exploration, try to look in the mirror and see what's in there. Uh, and if anyone is inspired to do their own comparable thing, uh, by no means do I think I've got the right thing to do or any good advice to share with anyone. I'm just sharing what I'm thinking, so do with it what you will. Uh, uh, but send me, send me $20. Do that. Definitely do that. Assholes. There's another, there's another quote, the last quote I want to share from the book. It's actually from Joseph Campbell, who... I know him mostly from the, the book, The Man with a Thousand Faces, you know, talking about how to write stories. You know, the, one of the books that George Lucas read before he wrote Star Wars, who, you know, how to, how to write an epic tale like that. There's another book I, I've never heard of uh, about myth. But the, the quote is, oh, I'm thirsty. All I've got is a spray bottle of uh, rubbing alcohol. I'm going to resist the urge. <laughs> All right, I'm going to creak the chair a little bit. People say that what we're all seeking is a meaning for life. I don't think that's what we're really seeking. I think that what we're seeking is an experience of being alive. So, I know I've said within the last couple months that I think, you know, if people are down or frustrated, or depressed, that, uh, well, I've never told someone who was depressed that they need, uh, purpose, but, uh, that is a, an idea I've heard, is, uh, if you have a purpose in your life, then you're usually so busy focusing on the purpose that you don't have time to sit around and be bored and depressed. Uh, which, I don't know, I guess it sounds, it sounds good. Uh, it, it does feel like you gotta not have a purpose in life to sit around and being depressed. And I know I'm hugely oversimplifying <laughs> the complexity of, uh, chemicals and hormones in the brain and how people feel. Um, but I do like the, the quote, like if, if you have a why you can endure anyhow. Um, you know, if you look back at the last 20,000 years of humanity, and you look at what people had to deal with from the time they were born to the time they died of old age. Like, think a thousand years ago when people were dying of, you know, all their teeth fell out by the time they're 40. And, you know, just, you know, wooden, wooden teeth and wigs and, 
just shit lives. And, you know, for us to go, oh, I'm so depressed. I mean, again, I'm oversimplifying it because I know people are really struggling out there and just having a purpose isn't going to make that go away. But to the extent I've, I've heard psychologists say, if, if you're feeling that way, then the, the, the fix that they have is to try and get people looking outwards looking beyond themselves because you can't it's like it, it's hard to to make it like so we'll stop being sad okay well how do you do that you know instead it's okay well let's find something for you to do other than sitting around thinking about how sad you are so that was a long ass tangent for me to say that this is the first time i've heard someone say that purpose is not what man craves um, but experiencing life. Um, cause that's, I guess that's the same thing. If, if you, if you were to say, stop sitting around, if, if, if you, if you're sitting around feeling depressed, go do something else. Maybe I've been calling that purpose when it actually was just experience. Go out and experience. If you're not experiencing life, uh, and I don't know, I'm, I'm just rambling here, but um, I guess this is the first idea I've heard that uh, if, if everything else is fine in your life, uh, you, don't, you don't necessarily need a strong purpose so much as you need to be out doing things, being in nature, walking through cities, doing different things, giving your body uh, the exposure to uh, life. So I'm going to think on that. I'm going to journal that. Uh, what do you think? Leave a comment. Uh, ring the bell. Uh, smash that. Smash that like button. Uh, tell your friends. That nobody rambles like uh, like Nick Carter, the governor of your heart. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna go uh, clear my my internet history so people don't know what kind of news I was looking at, and I'm going to move on to the next stage of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up crime and punishment now. I'm gonna sit down and read it. Probably I'll probably I should probably get it done in, in an hour hour and a half or so. So that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make like a fetus and head out. All right, assholes. I love you all. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs>